0: We have none other than Ziggy on the line. Now, he's a financial planner, accountant, and the author of the book, Money Does Grow on Trees. Welcome to the show, Ziggy. Good evening, guys. How are you going? Fantastic, Ziggy. Now, uh, let's get straight to it. Uh, We want to talk uh, self-managed superannuation funds tonight, but before we get there, it is the start of a brand new financial year. And, uh, of course, we do have access to our superannuation for due to COVID-19. So the question is, should we be accessing that money?
1: Yes. Look, it's a, it's a real issue at the moment. Um, and, and one reason, or the main reason, that the government has provided that opportunity to do so is that if you're struggling from a personal perspective. So uh, the short answer, I guess, is yes, if you really need it, and no, if you don't, because if you look at it if you for example had to um you know had to rack up some some personal debt in terms of a credit card and you're paying an interest rate of somewhere around 17 18 percent then it makes sense to take some money out of super and pay that off because you're just not likely to get that return you know in a super fund so in that case it makes sense but look if it's if it's a credit card that you've racked up because of you know you know uh, over over time because it's just cash flow has been an issue then there's something that needs to be addressed there but if it's been purely because of the COVID crisis then i would say yep look that's what it's there for yep
0: now in terms of self-managed super funds we really wanted to talk to you about this on the show now is a self-managed super fund expensive to set up and actually run and you know and maintain it
1: Look, it is. I mean, self managed super funds are a bit like a a V8, if you like. There's plenty of power underneath (laughs) the bonnet, and it can really propel your strategy, but it is expensive to run. Now, Mm. expensive and depend, it depends on how much money ultimately you have. So, the Australian Securities and Investment Commission have a bit of a guide to say what someone should be looking at to make it worthwhile. And that guide is somewhere around sort of 250 leading into 300,000. That would be between. That, that combination, that can be a couple, for example, combining their superannuation money. But that's the sort of figure that you'd be looking at. And the reason for that is because uh, the ongoing costs of a self-managed super fund are going to be somewhere between three dollars and $4,000 per annum. And so when you calculate that as a percentage of the value of the fund, in percentage terms, it is comparable to what you would be paying in a traditional retail type fund. Yeah. you just imagine if you've only got a hundred thousand dollars and you're paying three to 4,000 a year, that's three to 4%. And yeah. there are plenty of super funds that are much, much cheaper than that. So from a expense perspective, um, they are, you know, you need to have the right amount. Um, it's, and it's, look, it's not too expensive to set up, but I think you really need to have a key strategy around it. There's got to be a purpose and an intent yeah. behind <clears throat> setting it up. You know, well, you got to Ziggy. Yeah? That,
0: that's probably a good question. Like, well, well, look. Let's let's just say we're coming out of this as I have no idea what a, uh, a self managed superannuation fund is. Um, so, why should I actually consider a self managed super fund? And and what is it? I guess is probably a really good question to ask as well. Yeah, yeah. So, look, considering a self managed super fund is
1: traditionally has been, excuse me, traditionally has been used in the past to invest in shares. And and that, the main reason for that was because your a lot of superannuation um, funds didn't enable you to invest in shares directly. Now, that's changed over the last you know, 10 or even 15 years. And so most super funds, in terms of particular platforms and superannuation providers out there, there are options where you can use your superannuation money to invest in shares. And therefore, the need to set up a self-managed super fund isn't there from the shares perspective. But what a lot of people are doing are setting up a self-managed super fund with the intent of purchasing a property, right? Because they like property, they might be comfortable with property and they see it as a as a real core of their financial strategy and, and wealth creation moving forward. And given from 2007, um, you are, you've been allowed, for, well, a super fund has been allowed to borrow to purchase a property. Typically, that would be the main reason that people would look at a, a self-managed super fund. Other reasons are for um, having control. There's more transparency because you know exactly the fees that are that are coming in. You know exactly the income that's that's mm. um, that's going out. So that bit of typical reasons.
0: Yep. See, so can we ask you to stay with us? Um, we want to talk about um, the risks with a self-managed uh, super fund, and uh, and and go a little bit more into to purchasing property. Yeah, sure.